This is Rama. I'm talking to you from the 20th century. I'm on the island of Nantucket. It's around 3.30 in the afternoon. On the 29th of May, 1985, Nantucket is an island off the coast of Massachusetts, along the eastern seaboard of what they call North America. I'm pulled off by the side of the road at a place of power. Cars are pulling back and forth driving, stopping, a lot of tourists sightseeing. I'm sitting here in the Porsche, thinking about the future, which occurred a long, long time ago, long before any of us can remember. It's windy out. The winds of time are blowing, the winds of change. Chaos is everywhere, and chaos is wonderful. It's all there really is. There is no today, there is no tomorrow. There's only eternity, perfection, consciousness, power, and light. Love unites the world. It's all that stands between us. Order is a creation of man. Chaos is the natural condition. Chaos is perfection. There's only awareness. Don't be afraid of it. Learn to live on the edge and enjoy it, because that's all there is. There's only eternity, and you're it. Part of everything that's ever been or will ever be beyond abstraction, beyond conception. It's ridiculous, if you ask me. I don't know what any of us are doing here. But we're a tribe. A network cruising the galaxy. We have offices in every loka, in every part of existence. I suppose you make that out to be a unique situation. We're unique. <laughs> I don't think so. We're enlightenment. We are enlightenment. And we're bound together by perfection. Realization. And awareness. Who are these human beings anyway who walk around and strut and fret? as if they own the planet or the goddamn universe. I mean, who do they really think they are? Transitory beings, alive for a while, dead, then alive again, not even remembering their eternal glory, the passage through time and the space that's so remarkable that each of us makes. I'm talking networks, awareness, infinite being beyond Conception. The house next door to yours, or maybe 
the way the plumbing works, the way the galaxies work, spinning each through each other, the dimensions, endless and perfect. And we're a tribe bound together by secrets, secrets that exist in other worlds. That's what makes us a tribe, our secrets. We are the electronic tribe. Back again for another show. Before we hit the road and head out again to strange and perfect universes. And we're standing together here, even though I'm alone, and all beings that have ever existed that are part of this network are in me. I comprise multitudes, even though some days I can hardly add or subtract, and you think it's all so great. You're right, it's all great. Perfect attention. There's nothing else. The electronic tribe. I'd like to talk to you about where we've been, how we got into this mess <laughs> with the network. A network is a group of beings who travel through time and space and dimensions together. It's really one being. There is no separativity. There's only one being. But it divides itself into forms, countless forms. And it spreads and winds its way throughout the universes. Different beings existing in different planes simultaneously that are psychically connected by something so deep inside them that no one understands it. At least not anyone who can be in time and space and in a body. There are different networks that work the galaxies, the universes. I'm part of a particular net, enlightenment, the network of enlightenment. There are other nets. They're not connected. In this great chaos that is existence, this redolent, wonderful disorder that is life, each network cruises, endlessly moving, with no apparent motion through all of the worlds. A network is a tribe. And a tribe, as I mentioned before, is connected by its secrets. A tribe is not a loose collaboration of beings who just get together in a powwows, who live together or work together. A nation is not a tribe. A family is not a tribe. A racial or ethnic group is not a tribe. Ancestry does not create a tribe, at least not bloodline. 
What creates a tribe is a bond, a sharing of secrets. Not a secret that could ever be told in any words, but a secret that's much too wonderful for that. A secret that can only be told by the unfolding of one's life, specifically your life. This message is addressed to those of you who are part of the network, the tribe of awareness. Those of you who seek to find yourselves. You lie in other dimensions. You live there. This is only a small fraction of your being that's here in this body, in this time and space in this planet. There are different members of the tribe. The tribe is, of course, divided into male and female in this world. What is male and female? Is it just a physical condition, hormones? No. The energy runs very, very differently in a woman and in a man. What is a woman? A woman is chaos. Complete chaos. Chaos is the naturally perfect state of all things. A man, as we see a man in this age, in this world, is chaos, but he doesn't recognize that fact, so he tries to bring order into everything. And order is disorder. Order creates disorder. Chaos is not disorder. Chaos is the totality of existence. You could call it God. You could use the term the Tao. I like chaos. It means more to us in English. Chaos is all things, wild and wonderful, connected perfectly by the life force. And a woman is more in touch with that chaos because of the way her being is. Now, there's something beyond, of course, the natural chaos that is woman. Or the chaos with implied order that is man. And that's the totality. To stay as we are is not the issue, but to awake from the dream of life. To awaken and see what we really are, which is not this finite body, not the experiences that it has, not the memories from this life. We are our most distant lifetimes. We are the experiences of other members of our network. And the question is, of course, what network are you part of? I can only speak for the network I represent, the network of enlightenment, it's not a better network than other networks. 
It's just another network. CBS, NBC, ABC, these are networks on television. Affiliated stations. They are all broadcasting at sometimes the same things. There are certain shows that are on. There are certain standards that are agreed on between all the stations. They're linked. Yet each station is unique. Each station has some independent programming. But they all have a kind of a common carrier wave. The network of enlightenment is the electronic tribe in this world. We live in an age that's repeating itself endlessly. We're getting closer again to the techno-chic world we saw in Atlantis that occurs in countless planes. And it's indigenous to enlightenment. This is a dark age. That's not news. It's a dark time and we all have to be particularly aware of danger. Not danger in the sense that anyone can injure our spirits. Our spirits are eternal and perfect, but danger in the sense that other networks seek to interfere with the natural process of chaos. Enlightenment is chaos, complete beyond conception. So it's necessary to be aware of the difficulties of the time. There are times, there are ages, when enlightenment is the natural way, on the path of love and selfless giving and chaos. Ecstasy is, is the only guidepost, the only lighthouse in a dark and stormy sea. And all gravity take towards it naturally. But this is not an age like that, is it? Absolutely not. This is a time of great confusion, of great darkness, when other networks are slipping in through other dimensional planes. So soon this network will leave this earth. But before we do, we have a few things to do. To accomplish? Not exactly. To be, perhaps, is closer. There's no way to express it exactly. I'm part of an ancient tribe of guardian beings who have a particular job in the universe. We keep the dimensional planes open. We guard the secret power places that exist between dimensions. We represent the totality. We exist everywhere in every universe. We've got at least a small office. We send our beings out and they incarnate in a world, some physically, some not physically. They come in the subtle physical. They live in the etheric body. We watch over a world and guide it tenderly, not interfering in its natural course of evolution. It's our way. But there comes a time when a race of beings makes a decision, a choice, as to what to do with its destiny.
And when they choose to reject enlightenment and accept something else, then again, there's no interference on our part. We leave peacefully. It's the end of their world because the karma is inevitable. They have to destroy themselves. The network of enlightenment is a very wide network. It's not relegated to a simple type of being. It's not the network of the goody-goodies, I'm afraid. Countless forms make up this network. But in this world, there are few of us, now. Most of the beings that are incarnating are on other nets, have other destinies. There's no way to describe it precisely because we're dealing with chaos. And to impose too much order on it will interfere with its own natural purity. So, then here we are. I'm on the island of Nantucket. It's about 20 bicycles in front of me. Some kids just drove up and parked them there. Going over the path here down onto the beach. I'm parked by the side of the road. This is my way. Stopping to chat with you for a while before I continue my drive. The Electronic Tribe. How do you exist in a world of darkness, a world where right is wrong and wrong is right? Where it's difficult just to still your mind and meditate where threats of not only physical violence, but inner corruption are everywhere. You have to band together. There's strength in unity. Unity is oneness, and oneness is the tribe. It's easy to tell the evolutionary level of a group of beings or an individual being simply by examining their behavior, their art, their psychology, their thought forms, their lingual structures, their history, their present moment, of course, their future ideas, the quality of their emotions. You always see, if this group is a highly evolved group or on the way up, a movement towards oneness, people joining together. The art will reflect it. The language will reflect it. In this world, we see nothing but diversity. Language separates one country from another. People can't communicate. There isn't just one language. There's so many. Everybody lives in their own little fort, their little house, away and apart from all others. Everyone thinks separate ideas, wants to develop a separate identity. They fight wars with each other. They destroy each other's identities. The strong conquer the weak. The weak serve the strong and hope to become strong so they can conquer others who are weaker than themselves. This is the age of darkness. The way for the tribe is to unite and to bring forward its knowledge from its other lives, which is the knowledge, of course, of sound, light, color, and energy. Energy is our principal quality. 
the quality of our tribe. This is the age of electrical energy. The age of atomic energy hasn't really dawned yet. Not in the way that atomic energy has evolved in other worlds. This is still a very primitive age. And I'm afraid they may not get much further here. But those of us who are here, who incarnated in this world, join together. And we use the media, we use the electronic technology, which actually, to be honest with you, is largely ours, to consolidate us and give us strength. It's the computer era. Well, who do you suppose invented computers? I mean, no one in particular, of course. But just speaking in terms that are relevant to you, in terms of Earth history, let alone other worldly history, the computer, of course, came from Atlantis. The computers in Atlantis were infinitely evolved, as opposed to what we see today. The science, the technology, everything was really done with light. All processing was done with light. Electricity is much too slow with crystal formations and structures. Why do you suppose that in the last 50 years, 100 years, technology has evolved a thousand times further than it has been in the last two or three thousand? Why the sudden awakening into the computer age when just a hundred years ago there weren't automobiles? And now today we have what we consider at least complex computers. Well, of course, it's the level of souls that are incarnating, that are coming in. The old Atlantean souls, the members of the tribe are coming back. And they have a natural affinity for communication, electronics, medicine, law, and media. These are the qualities of the tribe. It's necessary, if you're part of the tribe, to extend your awareness in these directions. In other words, you've done this before. There's a hidden strength in all of this for you. You need something, not just to get through the day, but to get through the incarnation. You need to find that power, that perfect unity. Meditation isn't simply stopping your thoughts and dissolving. It's that. But it's creating creating and matching yourself against chaos and merging with it. It's finding the oneness. The oneness is found in our work world and technology. The old Atlantean sciences, in other words, from the tribe of enlightenment, of which there are only a few remnants and shards left in this world, were medicine, law, electronics, as you call it, computers, technology, and performing, creating beauty, uh, what you would call the performing arts. Dance, music, networking energy, uh, communication. In the old civilization, law existed to create order. That is to say, to see that justice was done when there's no law 
in the world of sentient beings. Then everyone tries to impose their own law on everyone else, and that's the law of the strong. But in the old way, in the law of the tribe, the law was equal for all, equality for all, not the strong win and the weak lose. Medicine, of course, was evolved to heal, since healing is oneness. Naturally, there's a a thing we call death, old age, infirmity. Just as there are four seasons in the fall, brings about decline, and the winter, I suppose, death, so that the spring and new life can come forth and come to fruition in the summer. So there's a spring and a summer and a fall and a winter of our lives, of our bodies. Medicine doesn't seek to Atlantean medicine, tribal medicine, to put an end to this at all. But what it does is weed the garden so things can grow clearly that need to grow and things that have passed their prime can pass gently. Computers, of course, is the center point the center access, information processing based upon a spiral network similar to that which is the chaos of existence itself, the analysis of systems, the interlocking locus. In other words, computers is the study of existence itself in a sense that if it's truly done properly, it's one of the few arts and it is indeed an art, at least the creation and writing of software is an art as opposed to a science, in which perfection is absolutely required. Normally, as you know, a person can write a book or a piece of music, and in the writing of the music or the book, or in dancing, in any of the creative performing arts, or silent arts, or plastic arts, if a person makes a mistake, who's going to know what they can just say it's part of the art, even though our bodies feel there's something incorrect there? So in the same way, it is in science. But in computers, it's fascinating because in the creation of software, everything has to be perfect because if it's not perfect, the program won't run. It's an art that demands a higher perfection. And when a person spends their time doing that, working on that, creating that, then what occurs is a different kind of magic. In other words, what happens when you're sitting writing a program and you're bringing you're joining together disparate parts what happens is something analogous happens inside yourself. In other words, it's not a question of function. The purpose of writing a perfect program is not so much to create an end in itself, but the very process itself is the end. Now, the end is not the end. The means is the end. Because at that moment when that creation occurs, enlightenment exists in a fragmented way. Things join together. And here come the kids screaming, running for their bikes, 
They look like they're having a good time. Part of the redolent disorder of existence. So where then is truth in all this? Where is it found? Well, to be blunt with you, if I can for a minute, truth is found everywhere. <laughs> truth is everywhere. And yet there's the particular truth that's applicable just for you. What's the truth that's applicable just for you? Survival. Survival doesn't simply mean keeping the body going. Survival means becoming complete. Not that there is a completion in a way. So the tribe unites, it joins. And as the tribe moves into a higher level of attention, there's less internal disagreement within the tribe. The tribe and the leader of the tribe are not separate, they're one. The members of the tribe get along, there's no jealousy, there's no fear. There's a common purpose that unites them. And in our world, in the world of the road warrior mentality, in our pre-World War III condition, in which meditation is considered a cult activity, in which spiritual refinement is laughed at, in which people who practice self-discovery are actually persecuted and ridiculed, then it's necessary to be mobile. A tribe is mobile. It doesn't stay in one place. It moves from one locale to another, from one, I suppose, hunting ground to another. The only thing is we hunt power instead of animals. We hunt light. We hunt perfection. We hunt oneness. We are that. So, the tribe has to be economically self-sufficient because we live in a world where money determines accessibility or inaccessibility. And it is my suggestion that if you are part of the tribe, be it a neighboring tribe or the tribe in which I am, then you create economic resources for yourself and other members of your tribe and you do so through those mediums that I suggested unless another comes more naturally to you and that of course is through the electronic world or through the computer plane it's a natural for you you've done it in many lives you have power there you've stored power there through medicine through the practice of the law or of course through entertainment these are arts that you've all practiced before they'll come back to you if you have another inclination, explore it, certainly. But it's very important for the coming times, which are going to be much rockier than even the good old year 1985, in which I am currently in temporal time speaking from, to have a sound economic base and to be mobile as possible to create a job, whereas the energy lines shift as they'll be shifting in the coming times so strongly as we enter into the end phase of the Earth's cycle that you can move from one place to another, that the tribe can move. The economics is important because obviously if one has enough money, it's possible 
too in a society that runs by money and statuses, you know, achieved through money and so on and so forth. It's obviously possible to buy the places that are necessary to live in relative inaccessibility and seclusion or to move with a bit of style and chicness into the middle of the civilization, whatever is called for. I suggest for most of you, of course, computers. Because as a computer group, we can move anywhere in the world and telecommunicate our work wherever we go. And to simply not get a job in the field, but to explore it, to see its power, to understand it. What we see being done in computers today is primitive. The hardware, but particularly the software. And the software is the strength of the tribe because it's networking. It's creating oneness. It's creating tributaries that link together into a singular river. The electronic tribe, as you work together, as you meet together, as you meditate together, then you're going to create something rather perfect. And that perfect thing is your attention with a realistic appraisal of the conditions in the world and the darkness that we're in and that which is to come, which I assure you will be even darker. It's necessary to have a strong base, as strong a base as possible. We've done this before in other worlds, in other lives. It is our strength. Law, medicine, entertainment, computers. Energy. The networking of energy. The expression of energy for healing, for order and administration. To create a sense of justice, of equality simply for the pure joy of expression, the creative arts, singing, dancing, music, the plastic arts, the art of computers, another art. All of these things are arts, medicine, law, computers, electronics, entertainment. Because art is the highest creation of energy. Life itself is art. And the electronic tribe is a tribe of roving artists who are psychically connected and bonded with one purpose, oneness. To create such a perfect oneness that once again the body is one, the mind is one, the spirit is one. Yet each retains a kind of specially ridiculous individuality which makes it fun. We will not be in this world much longer. We will be going someplace else. So it's necessary to use your time as constructively as possible to reach the totality, to become as aware as you can of that which you really are, not to waste your time, not to be petty. So I suggest that you look at your friends, at your tribal members in a new way. And you begin to understand the etiquette within the tribe and how it works. The tribe is home. There is no place, physical place that's home. Home is the tribe as it roams from place to place. That's the only home there is. And as a network, we roam the universes, the galaxies, the interdimensional planes. And we make friends wherever we go. Because we're warriors of light. Warriors of intensity, warriors of power. To learn the ways of the occult, 
in the psychic, in the spiritual, is your purpose to remember. It's really not so much anything you have to learn as to remember where you've been and what you've done before and who you are. Who are you? And to engage yourself in work without seeking results, but just to bring your art to perfection. And to create a strong economic base and to have a hell of a good time doing it. Because joy is the natural byproduct of creativity when creativity is done without attachment to results. The wind is blowing. I'm here on the island of Nantucket and the world is spinning and we're all spinning with it. And I can only hope that you're having as great a time with your life as I am with mine. Because we're connected, all of us. We're one. Don't think of yourself as separate from me or from any other member of the tribe. Stop trying to be different. <laughs> Just do what you're good at and work really hard. You have to work hard to be chaos. You know, the universe has a lot of practice in it. And there's music and everything and everything is a dance. So why not join in? I just sit there by yourself, boo-hoo, when there's nothing but love and nothing but light and enlightenment, enlightenment, never settle for anything else, except no substitutes, make sure you read the ingredients first though on the back of the label, to make sure you really want it, ecstasy, perfection, awareness, caring, concern, love, fun, chaos. No singular system of order to content you or give you reasonable reasons for reasonable things that reasonably happen or don't happen. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, this thing, and perfect. Enjoy it. Don't try and form it so much. So as we gaze out into the 21st century, as we look into history, the future is history. It's what's already been. We're just going backwards in time again. We threw the wrong switch. Where are we now? There goes Napoleon, right? My God. Julius Caesar. Um, Zar Quenefem. <laughs> in the future, it's the past. There's no time or space. Or I mean, this is hardly a Porsche, and I'm hardly on Nantucket. All the usual pleasantries have been abolished. There's only the tribe as it winds its way from universe to universe, from galaxy to galaxy, holding itself together through perfection. That's our communication is perfection. So wherever you are, then here I am. And wherever I am, then here you are. And my brothers and sisters in the network and other worlds and other universes, well, Wherever they are, there I am, and wherever I am, there they are. Because we're connected. You get it. It's not so hard to figure out. Be easy. Let go a little bit. 
enjoy the show. I mean, we're all in this thing together, you know, and united we stand and united we dissolve. So the next time you're in the desert or walking through a shopping mall or buying a new car, trying on pants, getting that satin black blouse or having lunch with relatives. Remember that you're part of the network and the network is everywhere and as you're sitting there seeing if you like the way that blouse feels and looks or passing the tuna fish to your cousin Eleanor or passing your bar exam or writing that program or appearing on television talking about your latest film and playing that music Remember the network. Wherever you are, there they are. You can't be alone. It's terrible. You just can't get any peace. They're always there. All of them. Enlightenment. Endless light. Stretching through everything. Uh, it's just hard to take sometimes. It's impossible to leave. You understand. It's all that matters. So stop fighting. It's not suggestive of enlightenment. Stop feuding, stop being jealous. I mean, to be jealous is to suggest that God doesn't know what she's doing. To be jealous is, well, you want something that you don't have or someone that you don't have or to be someplace that you aren't. But this is ridiculous. I mean, she does everything perfectly, so you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you have what you're supposed to have and the worlds are spinning and colliding and dissolving and it's chaos and it's wonderful and you're everywhere and yet you're here the other members of the network understand your problems <laughs> there's only enlightenment this is just a dream and the music goes on and on into eternity as Krishna once said to Arjuna in a similar situation, consider the past and future with an equal mind and pass the peanut M&Ms. that are not appropriate for us. Neighborhoods, you know what I mean. Intergalactic systems, dimensional planes. But wherever we go, we make friends. If you're not making friends, then you're not on the net. I wish you well, my friends. 